Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market each day. I'm your host, Emily Flippin. I'm Jason Moser. I'm Nick Seipel. I'm Dylan Lewis. And today we're talking financials. Today we're talking consumer goods. Wildcard Wednesday. And we're talking energy. And today we're talking tech. Let's dive in. It's Friday, July 23rd, and we're checking out Blend Labs. I'm your host, Owen Lewis, and I'm joined by Fool.com's chief curator of cautious continuous compounding, Brian Faroli. Brian, how you doing? Dylan, I thought this week we were going to do some other show other than an IPO show, but just yesterday, I got a message from one of my followers about an interesting company, and I said, all right, Dylan, we're going to do another one. <laughs> you know, we can't stay away. We just keep coming back to them, Brian, because they keep showing up. That's just how it works. It won't always be this good. We won't always be spoiled with new SaaS companies that are coming public that have numbers that make us interested. Spoiler alert. But this is one that I think definitely checks that box for us. It certainly does. We're going to be talking about blend. And you know, I think you could say that the last year and a half or so has been marked by a lot of companies coming public. Uh, that has kind of been the zeitgeist, Brian. This company in particular squarely where consumer spending and consumer attention is right now. Uh, they are focused in consumer credit, and they really got their start in the home loan origination process. So a business that is really front and center with where attention is right now in the, in the financial markets. If you're like me and had never heard of Blend Labs before, uh, we'll get into the reasons why. But I want to read the message that um, one of my followers, Julian Gregorian, he's at stealth underscore bandit, sent to me. He said this message to me. You and Dylan might want to check out this company called Blend Labs, B-L-N-D. New SaaS IPO, growth of 100% with a Dabner, dollar-based net uh, revenue retention rate, over 150%. So I said, okay. <laughs> you have our attention. <laughs> you have our attention. And this company is actually public. So this isn't just an S1. We do have some data for the company. So it did price at $18 per share. Uh, raising $335 million after subtracting fees. The stock did pop on the day of the IPO, up to $21. That's way smaller than we've seen for a lot of other stocks, uh, Dylan, especially with this kind of pedigree. So the bankers actually did a good job here pricing this. So let's give them some recognition for finally getting one right. Uh, as of the time of the taping of the show, this stock is about 16, 17 bucks, something like that. And the market cap is about $3.7 billion. Yeah. So priced basically uh, where they're trading now, where the, where the market perception of this company should be. So yeah, kudos to the bankers and, and kudos to the company, by the way, for, for raising capital at a reasonable valuation that uh, maximizes their ability to, to get capital. You know, Sometimes companies leave money on the table. Not really the case here so far. Um, this is a, a business, Brian, that I think consumers interact with, with almost without realizing that they are interacting with it. Um, but at core, what they're trying to do is bring transparency to finance, bring simplicity to finance, and uh, really take what is kind of a stodgy industry and bring it into the 21st century. If anybody has tried to get a mortgage within the last forever, I guess you could say, uh, even in 2020 and 